Hello, and welcome to our IEP podcast show, where we talk all things IEP. I'm your host, Jay Bryant. Today's topic is how to write an IEP. We'll discuss the important parts to include when writing your IEP. Remember in our last episode, we discussed the child find process, which included gathering and organizing the information, determining if evaluations are necessary, and determining the eligibility process status regarding a child suspected of having a disability. In today's topic, we'll have we'll discuss what happens next. Once a child is found eligible for special education services, you have 30 days to write a plan that will meet the student's needs academically, socially, emotionally, and behaviorally. This means that you refer back to the evaluations that were completed. There may be other event-related services that the student would need, such as speech or occupational therapy. The first IEP is considered an I- initial IEP. Here are the seven things that are important to include. Number one, measurable annual goals. These are topics or skills that you want the student to work on. Number two, the child's present level of academic achievement and functional performance. This means... But it's not, may, this may include, but not limited to, the student's current grades, scores, assessments, and where they are socially. Number three, special education and related services that the child will need. Does the child need speech? What accommodations or classroom assessments does the child need? Number four, how services will be provided in the least restricted environment? Will they be pulled out? pushed in? Will the child stay in a small setting, a smaller setting? Or will the child have be receiving their service in a general education setting? Number five, the amount, frequency, location, and duration of the service. How much time is needed for the student to reach their goal? Will it be daily? Bi-weekly? Which setting the services will be provided in? Smaller setting, self-contained, general education setting. Number seven, supplementary aids, such as assertive technology, if necessary. Does a student need a communication device or a calculator? These are all the things to consider. Parental consent must be given before you're able to implement this initial IEP and provide the relative service. Once the team has agreed on the IEP, a final copy is given to the parent, general education teacher, special education teacher, and service providers and specialists. Reviewing the IEP is an annual thing that is done with the team that come with the team we come back together to discuss the student's progress by reviewing these goals. Between the IEP date service dates, you collect the data, implement the service, and then the team can come back and say, let's revise it or take something out. Well, that's pretty much it. I hope this has been helpful to you as you write your initial IEP.